0: hey what's up everybody welcome to the bitter jury podcast where when you've had a shitty day a shitty month a shitty year or shitty life like me today cheers (laughs) to that um you come to listen to us discuss analyze sometimes argue with each other and just talk overall shit about all things big brother that's why i'm here um charles matthews i've been here we're missing daniel today which is one of our original writer dies, so fuck you, Daniel. We're going to rock this without you. Uh, we do have his sister, Sarah. Sarah, how do you feel about what we're going to be discussing tonight? Because I feel like being a live feeder that you're going to have a lot to say.
1: Um, There's definitely a lot to say, that's for sure, Charles. Uh, it has been an absolutely upside down <laughs> hectic <laughs> week. And I can't wait to talk all about it.
0: Same, Richard. What about you? What What's the outlook?
2: I I love that we're playing the game on week three already. This is going to be a great episode.
0: <laughs> well, let's go ahead, Richard. Sarah, where are we going to start tonight?
2: Well, we what? left off with noms from last week, so we'll first reactions to it officially being Riley and also unanimously Riley which I know, Charles, you're not the biggest fan of, but I guess it's a little bit justified after you saw why it was unanimous. Sarah, I'll let you go.
1: You know, when I saw that it was unanimous, I even said, I was like, anyone in the House could throw a rogue vote right now and no one would know it was them. Like, everyone would probably pin it on... Matt which is on my roster so obviously I don't want him to go but I mean like if I were in the house I probably would have taken the opportunity to throw throw in that vote knowing that the whole rest of the house was voting that way just to kind of stir things up a little bit I mean come on you guys another unit unanimous vote it is just so so annoying at this point um but with Riley leaving in general. I-, I wasn't I wasn't like the biggest fan of Riley, but watching the TikToks of Matt alone after Riley left just shattered my heart into pieces. Aww. Honest to God, shattered it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but genuinely, I will say to that point, like being a live feeder like yo, um seeing just the way that she handled interactions with him, I do agree with him was probably like she was probably the best person interacting with him making everything super crystal clear to him being super patient with him
1: yeah honestly yeah i uh i I was pretty heartbroken like for him um you know i don't know charles if you you'd seen anything on the live feeds about it um or, or any tiktoks or anything like that but um basically they didn't show they didn't show the extent of it on the episode but he really like broke down and was was crying uh pretty hard just because um in group conversations you would see on the live feeds he always kind of like sits on the outskirts um but it's really hard to keep up with conversation when the conversation's going from one lips to one lips to one lips to one lips, to yeah. one lips. And you're, you're looking at someone's lips and they're in a mid- the, the middle of a sentence and it's really hard to keep up with that. Well, Riley was kind of that person that would always sit next to Matt during group conversations, turn to him, fill him in on what was being, you know, said. If he had any questions, he'd lean in and whisper to her and ask something and she'd respond and let him know what they were saying. Um so when Riley ended up leaving, Matt's like lifeline kind of left mm. the house. And Matt, as a person, I assume probably has had a lot of support throughout his life. A lot of people that love him, that have surrounded him, that have helped him get to where he is today. And so I think he was feeling pretty lonely, after Riley left. Pretty, pretty isolated. Now I now I will say on the live feeds, I have seen him this week reach out more to other house guests. He's really he felt beat up at right at the beginning of it when she left. But I will say I did see him pick himself up and push himself to start making other conversations and alliances this week despite that fact. So
0: no, that's kind of cool because I I did pick up on a little bit of that on the live feeds because um, I don't sit and analyze, you know, I'll pop in if a friend texts me and says, oh, you should go watch this. Um, but it's kind of crazy because I think, you know, I know for me, even just watching the main show and watching that little clip where he admitted that he had a crush on her or whatever, like for you two. To what extent do you think that was reciprocated? Or was it just, she's just a great, genuine person and decided to help him out?
2: I, ju- I just think it's it was a good moment. to Because sh- obviously, here's the thing, the, the episode can only be so long. Mm-hmm. um And they had to pick something that reflected their relationship and their kind of bond. And I just think that little moment of like the, thank you for fighting with me. And then he was like, what? And then her doing like this little motion like here you know, like putting her fist up. That was really cute. And I think that yeah. shows the extent of their bond. And if they had to pick a moment, that was one of those moments I think was really appropriate because again, you can't show every little detail, you know, live feeders. will see it. And Sarah talked about it, um, but something had to be picked. And I think they chose a very appropriate moment yeah. that just demonstrated and reflected that. Good point.
0: Now, now that you bring up thinking of appropriate moments, one of my notes and, I'll be interested to hear what you two say. So, one, I do agree with Sarah. I fucking hate unanimous voting. Like, okay, cool. She told you to go vote with the House, do whatever. But somebody fucking throw a rogue vote out there. Like, cause some drama. Cause doubt. But did you all feel like this was the longest fucking exit sequence in, like, big... I don't know why. It seemed... Excessively long to me as she was leaving the house.
1: I think I got up and, and had a snack while like, it she was long. <laughs> I
2: mean, about halfway through, I just skipped and went to the next episode. I was catching up, so I was just I just kind of gave up. I was just like, this is a little bit long. I'll find the important moments on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you, next. Okay, I'm glad I'm
0: not just overthinking, but I mean, it was like, usually everybody hugs, or they'll hug three people at the same time, and then get a couple individuals in. It was like, every fucking person, and then she went back to a couple of people, and it's like, Riley, I... I dislike you because you remind me of Nicole Franzel, but like, I don't think you're a bad person, but just get the fuck out.
1: (laughs) I swear, I feel like they have become more neutral with people leaving and giving like hugs Mm. and stuff. Like Julie used to chime in like five seconds in and be like, you got to get out of the house. You got to get out of the house. But Like in the past, like couple seasons, like she's been backing away from doing that. I'm wondering if that's a production decision or if they're like, I have no idea.
2: Yeah, honestly, from the viewer perspective, it kind of felt like her cementing and making sure that she had a good impression on the fans, because like we've seen it before: you leave the show, and then you're received. Usually, one of two extremes, either they love you or they hate you. Um, which we'll get to it later, but I just loved having high he- having Heissim say, Oh, I think they're gonna America's gonna love me for this, and America absolutely hates him. Um, but I just think that, <laughs> like you said, Riley's a good person, and I think this was her being genuine, but I also think part of it is also <laughs> cementing and making sure that she will leave the house with like viewers. Having a positive taste in their mouth yeah. of Riley. Yeah. Rather than her just saying, you know, fuck you and bye.
0: You just made that way more technical than my mind even <laughs> began to process. It's
2: like, no, I, I do think
0: that's a good point, though. Because, um, you know, to Sarah's point, I agree. I, In the past, instantly, Julie is just, okay, it's time to go. Okay, it's time to go. And I mean, that just, I'm just sitting here and I like, look at my watch. And I was like, okay, she's still hugging somebody. Oh, well, okay, I'm going to send a text. She's still fucking hugging somebody. Like, what is going on? It was crazy.
1: So many previous alums have suffered the wrath of being told to get out of that house. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, I mean, any other thoughts about the eviction i know uh sarah and i kind of commented on the unanimous what about you richard
2: um i understood it more after hearing it contextually of like you know her telling her alliance members to not throw their game away do i agree that somebody should have could have would have you know thrown out a rogue vote yes 100 percent. and would i have loved to see that yes um but in terms of like if i was in the house i totally understand why they did that and it makes total sense You could throw a rogue vote for chaos, but at the end of the day, if you just feel like that's best for your game and you've got, you know, sheep led to slaughter's blessing, why not?
0: Yeah. Do you think, and I don't want to drone on and on about Riley, but yeah. now I feel as if I've come up with a question for both of you. Do you feel as if, because I know for me, we haven't seen rogue votes as much the past several seasons? Do you feel like people have just forgotten that that's a gameplay?
1: I think that people are... I think that as the big brother seasons, you know, move on as well. I think people become afraid to hurt other people's feelings really easily. And I think that they're in turn afraid to make moves like you've watched. We've watched like 99% of this house, just like cry, cry their eyes out almost every day being in this house so, um, yeah, I I'm not sure to be honest. No,
2: I I think Big Brother is falling to is starting to fall into the same kind of wrath that Survivor has after being on TV so long. Is that now the people that are playing the game are usually people that are like super fans or have like grown up watching the game. So I just think it's not a matter of they forgot that it's a game move. I just think they're too scared to make it. Um, Mm. because they don't want to be seen as the dumbass that made the wrong move. And that one vote could change a lot of things. It could be one of your winning moves. It could also screw you and send you home within the next two, three weeks. So, yeah, I don't think it's a matter of people forgetting. I just think people are scared to make it. Fair point. Fair point.
0: All right, well, let's keep going, Sarah, Richard. I'm letting you take control now.
1: We had H O H, and everyone. I think everyone in America celebrated. With Miss Felicia won that H O H. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna interject. I did not oh, celebrate, and no, 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 no. no. I have a, a question to pose. That that I don't know. Anyway, finish Sarah, but I wanted to interject because I did not celebrate. <laughs>
1: Well, me and Richard did for sure. <laughs>
0: so,
1: uh we love Miss Felicia. And she got all her seasonings that she's been asking for for <laughs> many, 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 many days in this house. She's been, I mean, you say you don't celebrate her HOH now. But if you were in that house and she was sweeping up those floors behind you, you'd be happy That's she did get away. That's <laughs> fair. Um, That's fair. Um, But, yeah, I was excited Uh. To just kind of see her come out on top, you know, she was rallied as an underdog at the beginning. So I love seeing her actually claim this Hoh, and I like seeing her make big moves with it. Even though sometimes I think that they're a little bit crazy.
2: <laughs> Richard, I I celebrated uh, along with Sarah. I just want to. I'm I'm ready to hear this question. I'm scared, but I'm... (laughs) So
0: here's... No, it's not even... And it's not even that intense. But this is why... And it's not even that I dislike Miss Felicia. So I'll put that out there. My question to you all, though, is... We always have this HOH comp. We all... Throughout the seasons. It's it's a reoccurring theme. For me, as someone who looks at... I don't want to say every other comp as a bit more physical and mental... To me, this is strictly a luck competition of where you end up falling. So to watch this grand celebration of,
1: oh, my gosh,
0: I'm the best competitor. And I did like literally you got lucky. And I just want to know, like, do you all look at this specific comp as something similar? Like there's no skill to it. You're not controlling the ball as it bounces off of these things. And then again, as we see people try to strategize and start in a different place and they, you know, it didn't happen this time, but, you know, they may send the ball flying off of the stage or whatever. Like it is 99% luck in my eyes. So I'm just like, okay, you won, but somebody else could have won just as easily. So it's not that big of a deal for me.
2: I mean, you saw a bunch of people send... Their ball down the left side because it had a bunch of like mid twenties mm-hmm. that would just be enough not to win hoh but like at least not be a have not. Um, to put it simply, if I was in the house after this, Felicia is not a comp threat. <laughs> right. Like, like if this, right. if Felicia thinks, nothing. <laughs> if Felicia thinks that sh- that this <laughs> makes her a comp threat, you know what? Maybe Cameron's right. Maybe Denzel is her, you know, brother, whatever the heck. You know what? Like, let's just throw everything. You did in it. The wind. You did it. And, you know. Just I this like I agree with you. I agree with you. This does not make Felicia compliment to me. Um, but with that said, this is a really good opportunity for her to make a good move. So for there's sure. obviously the celebration to that, and there's a very easy way for her to make a big move. While wow, Simon so Says say, making a move that pisses literally no one off, except Python. Well, yeah, but, but he's but not we'll going to be on there. the jury. Well, but, he's not going to be on we'll, the jury then. Yeah, so, yeah. so you don't even need to worry about jury management. That's the one thing you'd have to worry about.
0: Yeah, but what about you, Sarah? What like do you again and again? I celebrate her because it's cool that she won. But do you celebrate like oh gosh, she won HO8, so she did something special.
1: No, I mean, I would claim her as no comp, comp beast. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. I mean, it, once you see tonight's episode, her her her, her poor self <laughs> crawling around in that slime was just, just hard to watch at the end of the day. <laughs> poor Miss Felicia. So um, no, I don't think that this puts her in the running to be a threat in any sort of Competition way when it comes to you know other competitions, there are (laughs) are certain comps
2: that you can base that off of. Like next week's Hoh will get there. Next week's Hoh comp is a great example of something that would actually impress. Or like Otev, or like yeah. And I I always, I always love the one where they need to go. I really love the one where they like have like a slippery floor and they have to go up and back and up and back filling and getting the ball i don't know what they call that but just
0: oh see i love the the scary dark room navigation i don't know what that's called either but that (laughs) being the horror movie guy the fact that i like the scary verse right now um that's up my alley but no richard i mean you did make a very good point like regardless of if skill was involved, right? Like she now has power. So that now gives her an opportunity to make herself a little bit more involved in the game than she already is. Um, Again, I think for me though, if I'm in the house, and of course I'm saying this from outside of the house, so it means shit. um, I'm going to, if I watched her celebration, I would be annoyed at that. I'd be like, you did nothing. Like,
2: yeah, but that that joy also turned into fear a few hours later when she yep. realizes that every person that's been hoh has become a target. <clears throat> um, granted, point. those other two hoh you know comps have actually you know taken taken scale, um, but it it's valid, and that's why I said what I said about this is her chance to make a big move that pisses no one off, like what Heisem did last week. Pissed not only everyone in the house off, but about ninety eight percent of America. Um, yeah. this is an opportunity for her to make a move that she can refer to if she's sitting at the final two, while at the same time, does not you know get any bad blood in her hands.
1: I think that she knows that this could be the only H O H that she wins all season. So so she's soaking you know, up the spices. Right. There there are like the true and false competitions that where, you know, if she were studying, you know, she stands a good chance of maybe winning one of those. But other than that, she knows that this could be her only chance at HOH. So if she gets to those final two chairs and she's like, oh, I took out Cameron. You know, like I've, no one's gonna be like, "Oh yeah. my gosh, that's a winning pick," you know. Um, but if it's someone like Hysm, then maybe they'll be like, "Okay, okay."
0: <laughs> I like that. I'll, I always love yeah. the high pitched. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. So, I need a drink. We... No, see here. I'll I'll take a drink for you awkward silence as it goes down no hey you know what there's nothing awkward about sipping good bourbon um but you know to that point and to kind of keep us moving on here like fill me in because i've only watched the main episodes i haven't watched tonight you know so miss felicia is hoh now what are the conversations that are going on because i feel as if this week because I have cheated a little bit. I'll I've looked at a couple of uh, feeds because I'm like, "Oh shit, I need to know who is winning Vito and I need to know who's up." Um so you two like give me some give me some of the dirt like yeah. Who's talking to her? What is she thinking? Let's go.
2: Unlike unlike Hysom, she is going to be playing the game of Big Brother. Uh, so she's <laughs> so she's backdooring his ass promptly. Wait, what um, do you mean, Isom's not playing Big Brother?
0: Because <laughs> hold on, Richard, hold on. Let me tell you how you should be thinking. You are the one that needs to wait because I know everything. Hold on, let me let me touch your shoulder here. Sorry, Isom, if you ever watch this and we talk to you, like, dude, you're a fucking unbelievable. And for for, we're for I don't know, if we're, I don't know if we're posting
2: this. I don't know if we're posting this video. But um, but if we are West Off, um, when you like, please watch my reaction when I just see Charles put his hand out to the camera. Mm. Oh God, <laughs> no! Just but again, that's the Heisen
0: move. He like gives yeah. that caressing touch of the shoulder. and No, no, no! It'll uh. it'll be okay.
2: To to anyway. me, I, I love the back door. You can only do it in Big Brother. For me, it's the same kind of fun to watch as a Big Brother blindside. For sure. Um, it's I, I love watching Backdoors because there's so much tact to it, and you need to be so careful about it. And God, I was saying this to Sarah before we started recording. Every single time I saw Hysom's stupid ass in that DR saying how safe he felt, on, I on, snickered every damn time i'm glad the professors
0: are in control now i am going to be safe for the next week it's like he's giving a news bit and it's just i don't know like it goes through my fucking body every
2: day. as as a journalist that's insulting to me to <laughs> in my profession um no, I just, I just loved Hysom's, you know, oh my god Felicia just won, this is the best case scenario for me, cut to Felicia yeah, he's getting backdoored mm-hmm. was my favorite turn wait, wait,
1: Wait, 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 wait let's cut to Felicia saying saying word verbatim to Hysom Why would I take out a knight when I can take out a king? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You almost made me snort. <laughs> My
2: but also so I'd like uh, to. Say, well, yeah. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, gosh. wait, Let
1: me let me just backtrack a little bit oh, because gosh. since you all didn't watch the episode on the feeds earlier, Hysum had said to someone I know I saw about Matt talking <laughs> about Felicia Fel- Miss Felicia's choice of renom. And he he, say, he said said why would she take out a knight when she can take out a king?
0: Oh wait, so, he said that.
2: He said he that first. Said he said that
1: first, and then at the renom, she said it when she was renoming him.
2: She said it. She said, "Um in in a conversation, I found <laughs> it a tweet. Was so Fel- dirty. I found I found the tweet. Felicia to Jag. This was on Sun. This was on Sunday. It um, so it's dirty. going to sting for him, referring to Heissam." But I heard yesterday that he said, Why put up a pawn when you can put up a king? She said pawn. He really said knight. Um, and then she said, That's going to be my statement when I put him up on the block.
1: And it was. She was. Oh, it was. And it she, was glorious. She wasn't joking about that. Oh, it was and glorious. she hasn't been joking about much this week, Charles. If you want the stitch on Miss Felicia, she has been excited in her mama bear power this week and she has made it known
2: (laughs) i would also like to give heavy props to the way that felicia has handled her conversation this week because she's done a very good job of keeping tabs on what stories she said to what people Mm. and that's really difficult when you're talking like HOH in the first five weeks, you're literally having conversations with everybody. Yeah. So her ability to know like, okay, so with like Red, and so like with Red, I'm going to tell him that Jag's the target, but then now Jag's going to come to me, and I have to tell him that Heisen's the target. And just her ability to keep tabs on what conversations and what stories she has with each person individually, that's super important. And super oh, valuable fair. and very smart.
0: That's fair. And I I feel like we've maybe jumped ahead a little bit, but get me back to like her conversations on who she nominates outright before Vito and renom.
2: They she they said uh, Jag and Cameron. Um, okay. it would make Hysom feel real good. Um, Heisum basically. Um, God, I hate this about him. Um, Heisum does this thing, and I made a joke about this with Sarah earlier. Um, I asked her how we wanted to plan this, and then I gave a suggestion, and I said, oh, God, I'm being like, because I'm asking you a question, and then I'm answering it myself right mm-hmm. after. Oh, I
0: hate, I um, missed
2: that. I, I, missed I it. hate it. I hate it. But basically, when he was talking to Felicia about Noms, he essentially told her that what she should do is put up Jag and Matt, Um, in which case, say Matt wins veto, he'll take himself off, leaving Jag still up on the block, which, from his perspective, is a good game move. Um, she just put up Jag and Cameron because um in her conversations with uh Sari and Izzy, they kind of agreed that Cameron is going to bust his butt for this comp. Um, and regardless of what happens, it does not guarantee that Heysum plays veto. Um whoever wins, they're kind of counting on you know to take one of them off the block. Uh, put Hysum up for a blindside and I'd like to say I'd like to read this tweet. That was my favorite thing that I've read all week. Um, it reads, after Hysum is blindsided today, I hope he can still remember that one, he is worthy and two, he is pure gold.
1: No. Don't it say was it. My, it, was my Don't say. The, it was
2: my favorite tweet of the week.
0: Oh my, t- my gosh, who tweeted that?
2: I don't know who, oh, you know, you know, wow. you know, Big Brother Survivor Twitter is ruthless. They take no wow. prisoners.
0: Wow. <laughs> and
2: one of my buddies texted that to me randomly on Monday, <sighs> and I like audibly was like gasping for air laughing. Like, oh, that's it's so it's so good. Wow. It's so good
0: hmm that's <laughs> crazy I'm, so... I'm, I'm not even on twitter but that makes me want to create an account right now just so that i can see all of this ruthless shit
2: big, big brother twitter has been great over the last two mm. weeks just ripping on heysum
0: go ahead sarah you were about to say something
1: so we left off with Heisen thinking that Jag was the target of mm. the week. Um and uh had him sit, sit in a little pretty pretty. Um, but then Jag came out with that veto <laughs> and had to wear the chicken costume all week. So that was It was great
2: to watch in the on oh, the- they had
0: punishment. Great. They had veto punishment this week. So what was the veto comp that I haven't watched?
1: So the veto competition.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I heard rumors. <clears throat> you also
2: mentioned. Um,
0: um... Wait, what is, what is it? What is it? What is it?
1: The veto competition was basically like <laughs> you were wearing some chicken gear, and there's like a literal pool of slime and a net and like if you were training to be in the army per se you would be army crawling underneath okay. in this slime to go get some eggs and deliver them to your to your coop or your place <laughs> or or what whatever the hell it was honestly
0: so who all played because i want i want a middle picture of who's crawling
1: around when the veto chips were drawn um miss felicia picked first and it was house guest choice she chose izzy um then (laughs) i'm trying to remember who picked next i think cameron picked next and he drew i don't remember exactly who else got drawn richard do you
2: I most certainly do not. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, we, we, we. I mean, the thing is, Sarah and I both know who won the veto. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, I also know. I anyways, the sure.
1: most, the most entertaining part of the whole competition was uh, poor Miss Felicia um, clawing her way out of this slime. I was concerned for a minute, that she might get sucked straight into the slime and not be able to make her way out altogether.
0: Oh, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> um, it was something to see. Uh, but Jag did end up winning it. And uh, the look on Hysom's face was uh, one for the books. It was uh, probably for anybody. Same- Probably For anybody same.
0: watching YouTube, if, if we have this up, I need you to recreate the face since I haven't seen the it. The
1: face. You need the face. Yeah. Um, and it was probably the same face that he gave Riley when Riley won HOH. I think, and I was telling Richard about this. I honestly think that Hysom is targeting anyone that wins a competition that's outside of himself. If you win a competition, you're Heisum's target. You know exactly what happened with Riley. Well, Heisum didn't he win the Power of Veto that week, so there are no other targets to think about mm-hmm. except for Riley. And the minute that Jag won, oh my god! I mean, his glares were going off, and he was immediately plotting Matt's demise in his head.
0: Richard, like more feedback on that I've, I haven't watched yet so I need I need you all to paint the picture
2: so I haven't watched tonight I'm watching tomorrow and I cannot wait to watch uh, Miss Felicia um, crawl through slime um, I just know in terms of who won the veto and what they did with it um, so, so I was sitting here trying to scramble and try to find um, who in Christ hell was the other people that were playing um <laughs> N- very little luck were you successful no not successful evidently nope not yet mm.
0: see we found daniel this is the one time we'll recognize that maybe we need you here but
2: <laughs>
1: at this
0: point we've done very well without you so sucks well
1: i would love to touch on jared and blue for oh, sure boy. because okay. Although they're including these sweetheart clips of them on each episode, I can promise you they are not the sweethearts of America that we are seeing on the screen. (laughs) Um, Mm, I hope you can see
0: my face right now. I
1: don't know how much you know. So how much do you know about Jared and Blue's relationship?
0: Not much. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. I know that they have been a little flirty and obviously Daniel brought that up on a previous episode of, Hey, you know, who do you think um, is going to be the kind of first budding show of the season? Um, not going to lie. I've already told you all that I can't stand Jared <laughs> blue is a close second for me. I can't, I, I don't know when she's on, when she's on right now, I'm just like, Ugh. Even when she did her, um, and this is kind of backtracking a little bit with like with Miss Felicia's punishment where she had to take someone to get snotted on and Blue had her whole, like, oh, this is the hot girl Instagram snot whatever. Dude, and I was she was like, living
1: her best life. Yeah, I was
0: like, long. bitch, sit down. Sorry, that was derogatory. Um, but yeah, sit down, sit down anyway i, I, I honestly um, sorry, I, I
1: loved her bikini her bikini show and you know? i was <laughs> like okay blue like if you're if you're gonna do it you might as well do it right you know
2: did you
0: give um, her the so, okay okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> s- s- since we're already backtracking I-, I i found it um you know maybe delayed uh Corey is he in red we're in the veto Mm. So
1: the other people picked in the video Mm. were Corey, Izzy, who is picked by Ms. Felicia, and Red.
0: Okay, that's that's actually a pretty good group. Um, Yeah, so even knowing the winner, I'm actually kind of excited to watch that play out. Uh, Anyway, let's jump back to the... The juicy, <clears throat> I, I say juicy, but I have no details, but hopefully oh. juicy showmance.
1: Well, um, Jared was pretty nervous for a while because he had something that he needed to tell Blue. And basically it was that he had some sort of ship going on at home, leaving f- prior to Big Brother.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, <clears throat> I, I already don't want to. I'm going to mute my... Um, audio so that I can't hear the rest of this because <laughs> uh, anyway oh cool let me go to a fucking reality show when I have a situation with somebody back home so that i can go in and make a big deal and not flirt with anyone but flirt with someone okay anyway sorry
1: so we were all waiting to see blue's reaction to this because obviously jared hasn't shared this news up until the past couple of days um, um but jared's uh significant other Whoever he was with prior to the show is running his social media. I believe, or maybe she's not running it anymore. Um, <laughs> however, Wait, you're I being believe-
2: serious. Oh, no, I, I I thought I'm he would have given it like to his brother.
1: No, I'm not joking. Oh, God, um, I think that they're also watching oh, a pet of his. Shit. If I'm it, it oh, so I this is Daniel real need to correct me if I'm wrong. So, um, Anyways, Jared has this conversation with Blue, finally, letting her know, you know, you know, what, you know, if, what would you say, you know, (laughs) goes on to tell her about it. And we wait for Blue's reaction. And she says, oh, same
0: i knew i
2: should have fucking muted it oh my gosh you, you know you know what i was gonna say I was, I was ready to say that this feels very austin and liz from from 17 oh gosh. <laughs> so like, just, not I only jerry up in my <laughs> mouth this is has
1: oh. a su- situation ship but also does blue who is also controlling her social media and likely watching a pet of hers mm-hmm. at home so um <clears throat> this is chaos ready to ensue and Sari is not happy about it at all. Not happy. And Jared is this close, I, I think this close to telling blue about his mom. Really? Richard? Richard, what's your take on it?
2: Um, I don't I'm trying to find the tweet. I don't know if y'all saw this, but On the live feeds, I don't know if you caught this, Sarah, but they had to cut the live feeds for a second because they were having a conversation. Um, Jared and Blue were having a conversation, and Jared said something about, like, oh, like, what is my mom going to say about this? And Blue goes, oh, Mama Sari, and they cut the live feeds. Um, a few, a few days. Like prior, Sarah's On, eyes on Monday, like our on Monday, eyes were the same. On Monday, I got a text from one of my buddies sending me a tweet that that reads: "Somebody tweeted, uh, quote: I'm just starting to think Blue is here for the showmancing and followers. The amount of times Jared has brought up his secret now, you should be spiraling, trying to figure shit out. She just doesn't care."
0: Well, okay, two questions or. A question and a statement, or they may be synonymous with each other. But now that you say that, so one we're now two and a half, three weeks in, I guess. What's our exact time frame? I'm terrible with days. About three, three one. and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um at what point are the people in the house going to actually try and like analyze Suri a bit more you know what i mean like and thinking about Corey and thinking about jag and all these people who have kind of questioned and i know people have already kind of oh gosh whoa whoa richard but no like people have already kind of made the statement of oh sari uses the nickname that jared says that his family uses like these things have come up at what point are these people because again it's not like they're having these conversations and then leaving the house and coming back, like you are forced to be here with these people. At what point are they going to start to question and be like, Oh, there's a couple of similarities here. Like, I don't understand why she calls him this nickname that only his family uses with him. But then too, making the comment and kind of going back to blue, like, She's a fucking Instagrammer like she wants people to be about that life and follow her. So. Obviously, you know, winning a vast amount of money is important, but at the end of the day, she also probably subconsciously well consciously is thinking if I don't win, how can I generate some more people to my fucking page? (laughs) Like, I mean, seriously.
2: I agree. People need to catch up, but I, but what you said reminded me of a moment that I saw. I don't know if this was on live feeds or this was on the episode. Corey having a whole conversation, telling Jared how much he loves Seree from Survivor and how much he like, like is, just impressed and like loves her gameplay. And, Cor- and and Jared deserved a goddamn Oscar for his performance, acting like he doesn't like he's never watched Survivor in his entire damn life, let alone the fact <laughs> that he was on the show. Um Corey literally went on a rant telling Jared how good of a Survivor player Suri is. Kind of like the rant that I went on with you guys. I remember doing a rant for for Westhoff explaining to him the level of like legend that Suri Fields is. Basically very similar of a rant. Now, how did you not realize, like, the first the first thing I thought when I saw Jared, and I saw Jared Fields, the first thing I said was, is, is this the one that was on, that was her loved one visit? Mm. That's the first thing I thought of. That's the first thing I thought of. And I'm like, how can you call yourself a super fan of the show? Your brother was on the goddamn show. And you didn't put anything together. Do like, I think- just thought he was smarter than that.
0: But do you think, and I actually was texting with a friend outside of this. Actually, we should have had her come on since Daniel's off tonight. But, like, do we think that CBS purposefully casts people that aren't Survivor fans? Because we, but, like, we assume that because, okay, you've been on Survivor and CBS has Survivor. So Survivor is synonymous with Big Brother because it's reality TV you're just going to know the people that have been on there. Because, again, for me, I'm not even a big Survivor guy. I know who Suri is. So I'm like, did they purposefully find people that just have zero knowledge of Survivor, that they aren't able... Like you said, like Jared was on an episode that just have no fucking clue... On what's going on there.
2: There's there's a YouTube channel that does conspiracy theories. You need to go talk to him right now because I just think, like, it's a very good point. It's a very valid point. Like, I'm a massive Survivor super fan, and Big Brother's are something that I love and I watch. It's not like super fandom for me yet. So, you know, there's so many people that watch both. Like, if I was on Survivor and Goddamn, I don't know, Paul Abrahamian stepped onto the island, I'm going to know who that is like
1: that's what i was gonna say because that's so funny you mentioned that richard because as charles was talking about that i was like thinking and i was like i think any big brother player could walk into the house or could walk into a house and i would recognize them so i don't like you guys said i don't understand how Corey can be such a super fan of the show and not recognize it now obviously we don't have big brother and i thought about this too big brother doesn't have like loved ones come to visit you know sometimes you get up from the couch and go get a snack during those moments because you're like oh, their loved ones are here yeah so um (laughs)
2: i i don't appreciate the ragging on literally one of my favorite challenges of the of survivor i've been well i i i I don't watch
1: survivor i don't watch survivor so i don't know but i've only seen like the love island uh loved ones
2: oh but that one that's so janky that one's so janky, though. So I, know exactly I thought, like,
1: about, I so thought, janky. like, well, maybe I wouldn't recognize like a Love Island family member. Wait, so. you watch
0: Love Island too?
1: Guaranteed, you do. Uh, too. We gotta,
0: so we gotta get do um, all
1: three of us.
0: No, Winston. <laughs> I hope, I hope that you watch this episode. But Winston, who Big Brother, and then went on Love Island, and he's a friend of mine. I'm gonna text him and make sure he watches this. We definitely have to like get Winston on just so that we can rag on him for his.
1: No, please. No, please. (laughs) I I watched (laughs) Winston on Love Island and Big Brother.
2: (laughs) I will say this, though. Like, for obvious reasons, and I'm sure you both understand, like, the Love Island, say, the loved one's visit on Survivor has a way different meaning than (laughs) Love Island. Like, like. And the thing is, no, no, there's an argument to say it's somewhat similar because you've been isolated (laughs) from your family for a long time. The same goes.
0: Covering her mouth, she can't even laugh. I love like
2: the same, like the same goes for Love Island and Survivor, where you're, uh, where you're like detached from your family for a long time. Yeah, but like on Survivor, you're actually playing a game where you need to, you know, strategically vote people off, and you can't trust anybody. So it's that moment where like you finally have someone that you can trust, which is why I'm very surprised right. that Big Brother hasn't done anything like it since it's a longer period of time. Survivor was 39 days. Now it's like 26. Big Brother is months. Mm. Like I'm just surprised. Like I know that's a ta- kind of a tangent, but I'm just surprised that they've never done it.
0: But you're so you're saying you don't think that the like video support is enough
2: oh a whole a whole lot are we talking about that those stupid little five second videos that they get No, like but fi- I mean the, like
0: but that's a fair I feel like that's a fair question you're know, like okay, they haven't done this and I'm like, like they haven't but you get the like we're so proud of you like
1: the thing is do
2: letters yeah when they do it on Survivor, when they sorry when they did it on Survivor pre COVID times the loved ones would usually stay would like there was the, it was either one of two things where either they would stay the whole day it always incorporated a challenge but there were some cases where like they got to stay the whole day um, or it was like they come for the challenge and like the winner of the challenge gets to spend the whole day with them but regardless you still get to spend a very decent chunk of t- chunk of time with them. And just to have that personal, like, one-on-one, like, Lord knows we filed it through COVID. Like, being able to, like, see, you know, and conversate one-on-one in person holds different meaning than, like, you could argue that this Zoom call is the same equivalent of getting a stupid video of just, we're so proud of you. I mean,
0: first of all, our Zoom call is not stupid. So, fuck I you. will
1: say that Big Brother does have <laughs> their little things where they can keep yeah. up with family members. Like they do have the letters. They also have the live feed. So anyone, you know, I, I've I've even thought about it. if I was on Big Brother, I'd probably I have like the the children's book Goodnight Moon, just mm. like memorized in my head because I've read yeah. it to my daughter so many times. I feel like I would sit in the house and like just recite like the. <laughs> No, I'm now. Cold th- th- thanks yeah. for the imagery,
2: Sarah. I'm now imagining Felicia sitting in one of the, like the nom seats with like everybody gathered around her reading freaking Goodnight Root Moon. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get stars. back on track. <laughs> hey, this is track.
0: this is why it's great though. We've we've had some. This is this is what this I, is I, why when we okay. become famous, people. Are I want to. Yeah,
2: I want to bring this up. There's um a potential another showman's bud budding. Um, did did you not see that? I feel um, as if
0: we didn't even close out
2: are, the Jared. Blue. Yeah,
1: we didn't like, close where... out the Jared and. Yeah, the Jared so and...
0: Sarah, give us give us the deets, and then Richard, you hop in, and, and I want to hear about this, buddy.
1: Okay, so you know they had that conversation about their relationship and uh, their situationships, um, yeah. and they both just carried on they both just decided oh let's just carry on so uh so they're carrying on and uh mama bear series they is... fucked <laughs> no no okay. they have not That's yet That's a
0: fair question people fucking it the big is, brother it is
1: it is a fair question uh because you know we will look at Kyle from last season and see that the poor man just needed <laughs>
2: My favorite, thing, my favorite thing. seven
1: is, minutes in heaven but uh charles,
2: charles when you said that the first thing i thought of and the thing is it's funny that i thought of because they didn't even do it but i'm just thinking of frankie and zach from 16 we're, the H- we're H- all nope nope no, no.
0: let's let's take a moment of silence for frankie and zach Because now I'm going to admit, I spent many an hour on Google, Googling their post-Big Brother relationship. Not going to lie. Stop. Not going to lie. My search history is like Frankie Grande, <laughs> Zach Rant. Anyway, anyway.
1: <clears throat> so... Uh, Mama Suri is not happy. You'll see in the veto episode <clears throat> some stares from across the yard as Jared and Blue are holding hands in the hammock. Uh, and uh, right oh, in like front real, of holding, uh, hands? Eddie, <clears throat> holding hands, talking about kissing each other right there. They have made out. I do know that they have made out, yeah. which is uh, an interesting piece of news. Um, when Suri finds out, It will be next level because on the episode, you'll see Hysom walk into the pantry room with Jared, Ceree and Izzy and Hysom says to Jared, Oh, you're so in love. You know, you should have seen Ceree's face. When Hysom walked out of that room, she shot Jared the most. Mean mug, mean mug, mama bear look that I have ever seen.
2: But Bo- Bowie, okay, this is another tweet. Bowie said to Suri and Izzy from the live feeds, um, he, aka Jared, is blinded now. I can see it. He keeps making sex jokes, so I know it's on his mind.
0: Oh, gosh. I, uh, I, I have an important um... question. No, I have an important question. <laughs> This is for the two live feeders on with us today. Are Jared and Blue loud kissers?
2: I haven't seen it on a live feed. I I know uh, it happened. I haven't seen it.
1: I haven't stuck around to watch. (laughs) Because
2: I cannot (laughs) deal with a fucking... And when you say sing- that, no, 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 no that Charles, I- Charles, Charles, God, Charles, Charles, that I level can't. is like Love Island type shit where they put um yeah. You know. Oh gosh. Uh anyway, anyway. Sorry. This is so graphic. I'm sorry to all of our listeners. <laughs> I know, but Just I mean you're talking Charles. about no. no,
0: but she Sarah said that they made out. So when I'm I'm trying to picture this happening in the big brother house. And I feel as if they are loud kissers. So I felt the need to ask for confirmation <laughs> of this.
1: Oh, I love that curiosity.
0: Okay, hey, You know what? My drink, which was very full not long ago, is almost gone. So the curiosity so, is running rampant.
1: Back on track... We had the Jared and Blue and Sri scenario. Uh, and then we went into renom shortly after. But before that, Heisen was feeling very, very secure, uh, very, very fine. Uh, and he was uh, pretty sure that he was going to be able to get a king out of the house instead of a knight this week. Richard, how are you feeling about the? Renoms tonight, and what are your thoughts?
2: I am so. I will say, okay, I'm very ready for Hyacinth to leave. With that said, I'm going to miss being able to sit down with you two and Daniel and just rip on him for an hour. Um, Here's to that, it's, it's been so entertaining. Just be the thing is, okay, I like having someone to laugh at, you know, and this, and it sounds so awful. But you need an entertainment value. But like, wait, there was you a laugh season... at him. Oh, here, no, no, it's no, no, it's the condescending type of like, oh, mm. you're so goddamn stupid type of laughing. Mm. Okay, like, that's fair. I remember there was a whole season of, of Survivor where there was some, there was one contestant that got so little screen time every time that there was ever even a line of her speaking, even whether it be okay or a whole sentence, me and my roommate would cheer, yay, Heather, screen time. So, we you know I always love someone that can add to the entertainment value and Hysome has been just really fun to dislike and rag on so it's his time though it's his time though it's the right game move and it's um it's something that can go in both Suri and Felicia's you know list repertoire whatever come final two if either them or both of them are sitting in those chairs
1: you know, um, Heism's on my roster. Uh, and God bless. I, hey, speaking uh, of
0: rosters, though, is Daniel officially like the loser at this
2: point?
1: No, I don't think. I think it's like an end of the season add up, isn't it?
2: I know, but no, wait, wait, but, but his I have people to people are falling. There is I I when I told my friends uh, after Riley went home I was like there is a 99% chance that he loses and they asked why what's the 1% and I go we need to remember that if the goddamn Aussie if Bowie wins we all need to do it so let's kind of backtrack and let's remind ourselves how much we would love for Bowie to just you know be a just, just get out. Yeah, we we'd love that. Yeah, it was so, and to be fair, I never
0: agreed to that, so she can win, and all of you can do it, and I'm not
2: doing. Oh no. no, 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 no! It's all or nothing. No. Nope. Uh,
1: well, here's the thing: I have, I have never wanted, uh, wanted anyone on my roster out more than I wanted Heisey out this week. And wait, okay, speaking of high school. I keep forgetting that he's even on my roster just because everything he's saying I dislike so much.
0: But what pick was he for you? I don't remember.
1: He was my second pick.
0: Oh, so I thought pretty highly of him, though.
1: I did think highly of him. I I do think that he's very intelligent. I do think that he can be well spoken when he isn't who he is
2: I think I think it's warranted based off of just that like video of interviews he seemed pretty smart now looking back hindsight being 2020 you never know how they're going to act in the house and my god is he a freaking bonehead but you know
1: well yeah. and I, feel,
0: I feel like we could go back to our first two hour draft episode and I'm pretty prideful because I'm always great at picking uh, big brother personalities, but there's mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sarah's> like Charles. <laughs> mm, I love no, to do no, a little bit of no, but I, I, I think do I, got I the feel steal. like I, I feel as if like I from the jump was just high some bruh. I don't like him.
1: You didn't like Heisman from the start. Even when from I picked him, you were like, yeah. Sarah, I just want to ask you why you
2: picked him. Exactly. It. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. I, I think I got the steal of the draft with Felicia. Um, You know, I just think that is a last pick. Remembering that my last pick was actually the dead last pick. Mm-hmm. I had that and damn Bowie. And realistically, I think you will both. I think you both will probably agree that Felicia has a better chance of winning this game than Bowie does. Um, she's. Oh my Felicia. gosh, you
0: guys! This is so great because I'm Bowie Jane.
2: Oh, now you need a now you need a nausea accent.
0: Yeah, I have.
1: Don't try it. it,
0: please don't. No, because in all of all of my like. Low-level acting. I have never had to do an accent, and I will never do an accent.
2: But yeah, I mean, um, there, there's been a few things that's also been happening before we. I mean, we. I remember we told um Charles that we would tell him live on the podcast what next week's Hoh Comp is. But before we get there, told
0: me. Oh, before we we get there, um,
2: there's there's um a few people that are slowly talking themselves onto the block. Um, for starters, um, Heisem, uh, Hysum suggested to Izzy that next week's targets should be Jared and Corey. Um, that's stupid move number one. Um, and stupid move number two is from Red. Um, quote, Red, this is from a tweet, uh, from the very credible source of Taryn Armstrong. Um, <laughs> Red just let Serene know that he told Jared he didn't trust Blue in confidence, but Jared went to Blue and told her uh, about it. This man might talk himself right up onto the block. Mm. People are talking, and um, I, to use the reference from week one, the cookies are talking. Um, the cookies! The
1: cookies! When Hysom when mentioned Jared's name this week, his grave was sealed the moment it got back to Surrey. If Jira's name is going to be in any- anyone's mouth, they're going to be out of the house the next week. Guaranteed.
2: And this was something that I mentioned. This reminds me of something that, from last week that Daniel asked me about the difference in length for Survivor and Big Brother. And this thing that I mentioned to Sarah before we started recording was the... I, I haven't officially the time length for for Survivor. Um, in the seasons that Sari played, those first 40 seasons... A person was voted out every other day. It was day three, five, seven, nine. That's very quick turnaround.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: now you have a whole week to talk about it. And like people have like asked, like, is this series game just keep flipping? And to a certain degree, it is, just because you have so little time to talk to people and get your shit together before tribal. And a lot of times, you don't know who the target is until you step into the voting booth to vote. So things can flip in a matter of seconds, and that's where I think you're seeing the similarity in Suri's game translate from one show to the other. Mm-hmm. Just because she has more time, she's just flipping more often. At no, the sorry, end of the day, I... what? Yeah, I was just saying. Like at the end, what ep- What matters is that at the end of the day, she makes the smartest decision for her game.
1: Well, yeah. let's walk through like. How do you think it would play out for Sari when and if people in the house find out that her and Jared have been lying the whole time?
2: She'll keep keep Felicia and Izzy on her side. It's going to be hard to get the rest of the people. It's going to be hard to get the rest of the people. It may be a very Frankie Grande-esque situation where... It just comes out and then like uh, I know you don't like me mentioning it, but it's the probably no, I, the, first, the first, you know, thing that I could think of that's comparable to it. Um, people have been deceived and then they get pissed, and then they become a target until it blows over, aka one week. Um, if they can survive that week that it get that it gets exploded, it they can Suri's smart enough to know how to make it blow over. Mm-hmm. And I think Jared, depending on how he plays it with Blue, he could conserve his relationship with Blue as well. Well, it would be a good number for him to have.
0: Yeah. And, and two things for me one, I feel as if Jared's game is very heavily reliant upon Cerise's game. Like, I feel as if he's there for his mom um, to the extent that because she has the legacy that he's just kind of riding on her coattails and is like, Ooh, I can just kind of be here and do whatever. But then again, on that same token, like why, and we, I kind of brought this up earlier, but like one, why are people not recognizing it already? But then on the on the flip, like Sari, take advantage of that shit. Right. Like, People haven't called you out on this yet. So cool. Let's just hang out. We're going to do our thing and I'm going to do what I do because I'm a reality TV mogul. Like I know what the fuck is going on because I've been here more than every single one of you. And it's just kind of one of those things where it's like if you're in the house and again, for me, because I'm kind of on the fence of the whole jury management shit. But when you think about it, it's like, okay, cool. If I'm in the house and I'm in here to play the game, I'm going to play the game. If I need to get dirty, I'm going to get dirty. If I, need to, if I need to do whatever, I'm going to do whatever. I don't care about jury management because hopefully I have a jury that is able to look at it and say, we are all here doing the same things to each other so i'm gonna vote for who did this better than me and if i'm in that house i'm gonna say like sari has done this four different times and probably should have won i'm not gonna let her be around like i don't care what it is like i'm going to try and make it happen And that may be my downfall, right? I could be in the house, and I'm going to go have a side conversation with Sarah and say, hey, we should get Sari out. And then she's going to tell Richard, oh, well, (laughs) Charles said we should get Sari out.
1: Richard is going to run back to Sari real quick. But
0: but at least I'm trying. I'm not just – I'm not complacent. I'm not just sitting there like – letting seri be seri i'm literally trying to get a threat out of the house and i feel as if i've gone on a tangent but no go ahead richard
2: but there's two things for me to say that for starters i think seri needs to take advantage of the fact that nobody knows how well she did on those seasons Mm. nobody knows the fact that she plays very highly on on three out of the four seasons honestly if i were her you just play it as I just came back for I just played this game four times because I was liked by fans. Not that I played well. Not that none of that crap. It's just people like me. Like, but does
0: that not hurt? Think, you think of like
2: a big, like, like the Big Brother version of like Chicken Joe. Like everybody freaking remembers Chicken Joe and yeah. loved the like the personality. And a lot of people will vote for people to come back just solely based off of they were entertaining. They were good people. I enjoyed them. Good TV. Not that they were a great player. Like, you can the, go that route.
0: But again, does that not hurt you? Like, I'm going to brag no. about being an America's pick, and people loved watching me on TV. Obviously, Big Brother has America's Favorite house guest, so cool, I'm competing against this person that I have no shot against. Even if I don't win the show, they're going to win this money over me. And two, again, like, America has recognized that this person has done something more than I have. Like, at what point do you
1: kind of separate that? I just think that the bourbon makes you feel super brave (laughs) when standing up to (laughs) Saree. I,
2: you know what? Get Charles in the house with a bottle of of bourbon. Watching um, but Rack no it, and, but and okay. I do Absolutely. feel
0: it I did to be fair, bourbon removed. <laughs> I had similar <laughs> comments prior to drinking an entire glass of bourbon or a quarter of a bottle of bourbon. <clears throat> um yeah. like again, I'm just looking at it as like you can't just let Cere be there. Like Even when I was drinking like Bud Light, you know, the first couple episodes, like you can't just let her be regardless of if you know Big or if you know Survivor or not. You can't let her be when you make (laughs) the connection of, oh, shit, like she's been on this show more than once, which means America loves her regardless of, you know, if you know where she's placed or what she's done, like, she has some sort of reputation. You can't let her be here, right? And it's just like, okay, cool, you were on Survivor four times and they've acknowledged that, right? So, okay, cool, we're just going to let you be here and we're not going to target you. And we're just going to like silently go off into the corner and like, okay, yeah,
2: like you just can't do that. I I agree with you. And I want to go back to what you said earlier about jury management. And as much as I agree that you should do what you got to do to win the money, there is a certain part of the game that has to be, you have to watch yourself for jury management. And it is, in my opinion, the reason why Paul lost twice um big brother
0: i'm 100% muting you now so go ahead and talk for like big brother 19 is a whole. no i'm giving you 30 seconds to talk so that i don't need you talk about paul because he is probably my second or third favorite okay bye
2: it the thing is big brother 19 is a whole like mess. I'm not even gonna talk about that one. Just I think Big Don't Brother. Don't even 18, get me
1: started. Don't even get no. me started.
2: I think there's I think the reason why he lost 18, him and Nicole both played strong games. I have to say, I think Paul will go down as one of the best to never win the game, without a shadow of a doubt. But I just think you just need to also mind people's feelings. Like that's why I'm saying remove Big Brother 19 from this example, because that was just the perfect example of a bitter jury, straight up. Yeah. But with 18, you had people that respected gameplay, like, for example, Devon, who respected Paul's gameplay, but then she asked, like, I morally don't feel right giving this person money. And so then there's – you have to bring in the fact of just, like, these are also people. So there is a certain jury management aspect to where it's just – I need to play a ruthless game, but also be able to separate game from people and people to people, social interactions where you can just generally be nice to a person and that can do a decent amount. Like Nicole, I, I agree with you, Charles. I'm not a fan of Nicole, but credit where it's due. She played a good game while also not being a bitch to people.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, Sarah, kind of going back to a couple episodes where Sarah brought up the comments of, like, you know, this Big Brother 2010 or whatever her comment was. Like, I think I'm so nostalgic on, you know, what Big Brother was built on and what it's supposed to be in my eyes. Obviously, I'm one viewer. I'm not the millions that, wa- that choose to watch this show, but it's one of those things where, like, the game is built around manipulation and so these past several years like obviously jury management is a thing and it always has been but I feel as if and maybe we're a little more sensitive now because of you know things that have gone on just in the world in general and you know we have to be more aware you know of how we approach things but Again, like, you are agreeing to go on a national television show that is built around manipulating people. If someone manipulates you better than you manipulated them, you should not be hurt by that. And I get that you're in the house and you establish these friendships and you do whatever and now, like, Okay, like Richard and I are sleeping, you know, in the same bed at this point. So obviously we have a better connection, but like I'm going into the house knowing that someone's gonna lie to me, someone's going to give me bullshit, someone's going to do this. Jury management is irrelevant because all of the reasoning that they give. and like oh i'm not going to vote for them because they lied to me you fucking lied to someone too so shut the fuck up
1: and like, hysom
0: stupid
1: hysom was very upset when he was nominated he was uh he was pretty upset um for some people they said you know it was a little bit sad to see him uh, uh that upset I did hear that on the. I line, don't.
2: Please. I don't care. You look at how he treated Riley. I don't give two shits how he feels. Hold on. Hold on, hold um, on.
1: <laughs> again, I didn't say that I. Here we go. I didn't say that I agreed here we go. with Hand it. Hand on the shoulder. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he kept digging his grave after mm. that with Jared's name still in his mouth. There was a uh, spoilers for, you know, anyone who doesn't want to hear too much past the veto competition. Um, there was a little bit of a talk of a vote flip today after jag took himself off the block and miss felicia stood in front of everyone and uh put up her king heysum um so uh after i heard about the live feeds potential vote flip i heard that it was flipped back pretty quickly probably per siree. uh both ends probably when he said jared Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yes. She probably reminded, was reminded of that fact that he is coming after her son. So um, hopefully, I hope that they honestly make the right decision. It's so funny that I'm saying I hope that they vote out someone on my team. Wait, so Um, who's on the
0: block right now? Like. Heisem
1: and Cameron Cameron are on the block. The potential vote flip would send Cameron home. I don't think it's going to happen. They're too deep into this. If Heisem do – have we announced the HOH competition? Oh, I was going to read
2: the text that I read to you and have that be the – Reveal. So I so my buddy texted me texted me this and full credit to him for thinking about it this way. He just texted me today. He goes, OK, after reconsidering with everything, I cannot stress how much I want Cameron out tomorrow night. The biggest okay. comp threat and arguably biggest villain of the season so far stays half the house is confused and angry. And then you throw all of them into the fucking pressure cooker.
0: Wait, wait, wait. that's the that's the H O H. Next, next week? week's
2: H O H comp is the pressure cooker. Oh, which shit. which I'd like to say this is what I hoped would happen. This is one of the things that I wrote down. I hoped would happen when when the stupid little skit with Danielle, Brittany, and Frankie happened. I was hoping that they were going to bring comps, ex- and I literally wrote down pressure cooker. Like this was one of the comps that I hoped like was a result of that stupid little time laser thing. And I'm so happy that it's the freaking pressure cooker. Um, With that said, it, I mean, my friend put up a very good point. It would be very entertaining if Heism was there and then you, f- and like everybody's confused and angry why Heism didn't go home. And now all of them are in the pressure cooker. That would be, like, from a production value standpoint, that is pure gold for TV.
1: hmm mm-hmm. So if Hysom is not there, who are your guesses for who could win the pressure cooker? Because if Hysom is there, we know that he's going to give everyone a run for their money. He will most yes. likely beat out everyone. Who is gonna be that person that stays the longest and talks everyone else out of holding their button?
2: I think okay, it matters less of picks. who's going to want to do say who's going to do it. I think it's more of a question of who's going to want to do it. Who wants to win this comp.
0: Mm-hmm. I know? have two picks. And I, I don't even have like a ton of justification behind it, but Jared. And I will give a little bit of justification on that because of his most recent HOH loss. I feel as if he's going to feel like he has something to prove, right? Like, he was so close and he should have had it, but he overreacted and he did whatever and he chose the wrong door. Like, Jared's going to have something to prove. And I'm going to throw my boy Red out there because i read and if you all listen and have paid attention to um daniel and i's like evaluation of big brother canada like the guy that i chose who was going to win who did win is just very reminiscent of red and he didn't start playing until week 3 week 4 and he came out of nowhere with just some baller comp wins i feel like red's gonna make that like oh cool i'm a fucking military guy so cool i got
2: this i I fully agree with jared jared was the was one of the first people that came to mind um also just because i think uh bringing it back to willpower he actually wants it he literally was crushed by that hoh loss talked about how he wanted to win wanted to prove something um Also to um, protect himself and his mom. Um, I think half of pressure cooker, in my opinion, is is sheer willpower. How much, how badly do you want it? Because there are going to be people who are just like, I really don't need this HOH. I really don't need this target on my back. And so those people are going to fall in the first like hour or two without a shadow of a doubt. That's easy. But then there's people who actually want it. And I think Jared is one of them, and I think Jared has the ability to do so, uh, the willpower to do so, and the reason to do so. So, yeah, there's my hat in the ring. Sarah?
1: I think that that my boy Matt has a really good chance of winning this pressure cooker. Because Matt can just look the other way and not hear anything anyone's trying to promise him.
2: (laughs) I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. (laughs)
1: And That's, it. That's fair. That's fair. I do think it is embedded in Matt's personality to not give up. I think that a lot I think that even some other people in the Big Brother competition would have stood a chance to leave after how Matt was feeling when Riley left. He didn't leave. He'd never talked about leaving. He never even mentioned it, up, mentioned or brought it up. I think it just shows his willpower not to quit, even though things were incredibly hard for him, and he felt like he had zero support. So I think if Hysom's not there, I think if Matt wants it bad enough, like, I think he'll take it. I think he will take this one. I
2: think if Hysom's there, Matt's gonna want it even more. Mm. Just mm-hmm. because I for my issue with the only thing that like I question with Matt, I think you're 100% right, like, has the absolute capability to do it and would love to just have that. And I think production will also love that moment of like, I did this for Riley um, on a comp that actually, unlike this week actually requires skill. Um, You know, I just think I just, I just don't understand what Matt needs it for. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get what he needs it for. He doesn't necessarily need it this week in the world that Heisman goes home. I don't know if he needs it. Um, I mean, Maybe the benefit of HOH for
0: himself,
2: The benefit to HOH, for HOH is is, yeah. is every well, like the moral support of having the HOH room and having all that shit. I guess that's fair. I just think like the benefits of winning HOH is the same for everybody. I just think that some people have more added reasoning, um, revenge, gameplay, you know, or like desperation. I, I think that... I'm just so 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 frustrated that Felicia's not in the pressure cooker.
1: I do think that the longer... <laughs> the longer that... Matt, Charles? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: well, why, are you, why are you laughing? Is it, is it, just, is it imagining Felicia in the, in the pressure cooker?
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: sorry, oh, sorry.
1: my gosh. Sorry.
2: Go ahead, Sarah. Hopefully Sorry. she doesn't forget her, what was it, eyebrows? I'm
1: trying to remember my...
2: No, 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 no. Her,
0: her tooth. Her tooth. Because that was one of my fucking notes. I was going to circle back to it as we closed if we didn't bring it up, but her fucking tooth. I was weak. Weak. For probably a solid... This doesn't sound like a lot of time, but a solid three minutes. When she made her, like, they woke me up and I forgot my tooth. <laughs> and they showed the thing. I almost fell off of my couch. And I love that I'm the only one drinking and you all are laughing just as hard as me. Which I've, makes
2: me, I've, which I, makes I, me I, question,
0: I like... Sarah, what's in your pen? Is
1: oh, it... Nothing. I okay, wish there was okay. something. Okay, <laughs> Pro- okay, okay,
2: props okay. for you guys. I don't think I've ever laughed this hard on on camera on air <laughs> ever.
0: It's because Daniel's not here. and We're better without him.
2: Oh not god. I, I I I do want. <laughs> I want to circle back not to a this. Chance. I want to I want to circle back to this budding <laughs> romance.
0: <laughs>
2: Which outside budding of, romance? Yeah. Of can can bring Bl- it up. Blue. Come on. No,
0: I'd love for you guys to guess who it is. Okay, wait. So I guessed somewhat the last one. So budding romance. Wait. Is
1: this budding romance? Did it happen today?
2: It happened yesterday. How did mm.
1: I not hear about it?
2: So, so let me, romance. so let me, I'll, I'll read no, you, no, no, no. I don't want to I'll read you the live hints. feed quote without names. I can okay, read you the live okay. feed quote without names. Okay, 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 okay. Felicia okay. said this to the guy. She came to me this morning. She said, quote, He is so cute. Can you guys give him some advice? Because he just fist bumps me. Okay. Izzy and Matt. No.
0: <laughs> I mean, love that because, That's where you went. Because, I love Matt. That no. That's I where mean, because Izzy is I'm all so about weird. Matt, even though she's a bro. And. <laughs> And I definitely feel like Matt would just be like, oh, cool. Izzy Did we like
2: girls? Listen, listen, so I she's just don't... not going to do that. I, I'm also glad that it's not that because I don't want Izzy to become the next Christine. Because, let, lest we not forget, if I'm not mistaken, Izzy has a partner on the outside.
0: She does, but evidently, <laughs> Izzy has a 1% in which she likes not female. So. Okay, Sarah, outside. your guess. guess
1: My guess would be on, Corey. Corey in America. That's all I got.
0: No. Oh, and you.
2: Oh, and you are one hundred percent correct. Really? Felicia uh, to Corey. She she America came to me this morning. She said, "Quote: He Corey is so cute. Can you give? Can you guys give him some advice because he he because uh, he fist bumps me." Uh, Izzy, it also means he doesn't want to fuck you, America. Give it up. Suri, oh, wow. We went all the way there. To which my buddy responded.
1: I, I need wonder... you to repeat all of that.
0: Yes. <laughs> to which my Sarah, buddy responded. Please. No 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 no. But, wait. no, no, no. no, no, no. Take it back. That, 30 and then seconds. you can go into your buddy.
2: Okay. Felicia Felicia said to Corey, uh, this, so in the room was Felicia, Corey, Izzy, and Suri. Felicia DeCorey, um, she, America, came to me this morning. She said, quote, he is so cute. Can you guys give him some advice? Because he fist bumps me. Izzy, um, Izzy said, it also means he doesn't want to fuck you, America. Give it up. Seri, oh, wow. We went all the way there. To which my buddy responded, I wonder if Corey's gay because America's gorgeous and throwing herself at him. And he just seems completely uninterested.
0: So I will say, okay, um, and I know that he will never listen or see this podcast. So um, Corey is the same age as someone that I coached in high school who also goes to the same college. And I spent many a day because as soon as I saw Corey, I was like, I feel as if I saw him on my player's social media. And I will not confirm or deny that I did see Gory on my former tennis player social media. You
2: can you can confirm that after the record button gets hit.
0: And <laughs> like he like he they all give the same vibe. Like I and I love my guy. I love him. Love you. I'm not gonna say names, but love you. Like Corey is like, he fits the mold of his, of where he goes to school. Again, I'm not gonna like, I'm purposely not saying it because I don't want to be that guy that like, puts schools on social media and tries to shame people, but it's like they all look the same, they act the same, their mannerisms are the same, they're like fucking private school people sorry to my private school where I coach tennis and I actually changed shirts earlier so that I didn't have a shirt on from the school Um, but no like Corey, Corey has no fucking clue what's going on like he's I apologize to anyone that's listening that is offended by this but Corey is a rich white boy and he has no fucking clue what's going on outside of just like his fucking persuasive speeches so
2: I mean Cor- Corey just gives me the vibe of like the like just the guy would probably be interested if he had more social awareness and understood that she was interested mm-hmm. um yeah it's just uh, yeah enough said
1: i don't i don't i don't see that working out
2: no i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you what i think i think they have enough time to figure it out i don't think any of them are leaving the house very soon so um you know i'm america is on my team
0: so i don't want her to leave the house soon
1: so that's well on to um eviction predictions because we are getting late on this awesome thanks next
0: Hey, that's that's what <laughs> lets everyone know that we are having amazing discussion. We are, but yes, let's let's get it on. And know. Sarah, what do you think?
1: I definitely think Heisen's gonna go, but if he stays, it'll be all hell breaking loose. Can't wait. I think either way, it's gonna be wild next week because there's no just like main target. I feel like there are a bunch of, a couple people that's on everyone's minds. So yeah.
2: I really right hope here. my screen isn't flipped. Oh, it is. <laughs> Thank you very much and good night. I yeah. just for those who are listening <laughs> what to the a note, fucking I just, nerd. What, what a
0: fucking for nerd those, for those
2: it. that are listening and not watching, um I just Just put a screen up in front of my face that reads "Heisen, go home." Um, I'm I'm tired of of it. Um, I saw it come out way more in the last few episodes. His condescending nature that we talked about last week. Um, Okay, wait. So frustrating of a person.
0: No, no. no, We're and here goes the
2: hand on the shoulder.
0: Yep, here goes the hand on the shoulder. Richard, I'm I'm gonna. Because I kind of set this up in a previous episode when I asked you this question of, like, what you're like in real life. Richard, I can picture you being some in the Big Brother house. (laughs) Wow. I love Sam's face. No, but I'm just saying, I can totally picture you.
1: Richard is the furthest thing from Hysom. No, no,
0: no, no. He's, but, but, but. I just picture like you being in the Big Brother house and giving the like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you how this is going to be because I am just so good at this. And I'll, Richard, you know what? I've never met you in person. And we've only been on Zoom like four or five times at this point. I think. Ain't no person.
1: way Richard be answering his own questions on Big Brother. I'll tell you that right now. I mean,
0: he did admit that he did that with you earlier, though.
1: But that is like a close, you know, confidant, yes, a friend but, speaking with but a friend. So is but Good so, so is the big
0: brother. But so, <laughs> but so is the big brother house. The big brother house is a close confidant.
1: Richard, what are everyone. your thoughts on this Heisen?
0: Yeah, I I
2: Um I have <laughs> played games like this before. Um I embarrassed myself. I got voted out. Real. I got kicked off the show real early, just because the? I Told I played. You, I played. I it. played too Shut hard up. too early. Call Shut um, up. Um, it. I will say I went into fight or flight because five minutes into meeting people, they said that somebody's going home, um, and we were fighting for money. So I very promptly went into fight or flight. Um, I took suggestions from my people. <laughs> And I gave suggestions to my people. And it's not my fault that my suggestions were the ones that we that we ran with because mine were thought through. Um, I didn't force people to make decisions. I told hey, people Sarah,
0: Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah like I said.
2: <laughs> I want it all record that I didn't bully people. I didn't bully people. <laughs> Listening to him right now, I'm like,
0: oh, gosh, this is Heisem. He's like, because everything I said was perfect.
2: And no, everything- no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, no. Okay, that's okay, not okay, easy. Okay. If it was perfect, I would have won the goddamn game. Okay. So. That's something
1: Heisem would say.
2: Exactly. See, what? Sarah's now on my side. Thank you. What? If it was perfect, it, I would have won the game. I was, It wasn't perfect. Heisman doesn't admit his own fault he thinks he's the king um clearly so what, wait, you gotta, what are you Richard, Richard are you're you?
1: the king you're are you the, the king? king
2: oh hell no I'm the clearly the goddamn pawn um <laughs> Charles the damn King on this podcast thanks very much I don't oh. think that I'm Hysim because I don't freaking bully people into you know taking <clears throat> my word as gospel
1: Richard you are definitely not a bully
2: you are
0: you're not a bully I'm Again, devil's advocate, and the bourbon is gone. So,
2: so you know what, Charles? Here's why you're wrong. Okay. wait, uh, hold on. Oh, Here's my God. shoulder. Here's my shoulder. Yeah. God, I this myself. is Sarah's touching to, my shoulder. Thank we, need you. To Thank you. Tell, you. we need to tell. We need to tell. I'm gonna text Daniel that this needs to be one of those podcasts that needs to needs to be like video. Like they need to see 100%. what we're doing. Hundred <laughs> percent. One hundred percent. The reactions, the faces, everything. One hundred percent.
0: Sarah falling off the screen. <laughs> I was and... looking
1: at something because my foot was running <laughs> into something. No, I
0: love
1: it. Anyways,
0: but no, I I do feel as if we've rambled, which I love the yeah. side tangents. But this has been a crazy week. Um, obviously, you all have seen some things that I haven't, based off of the live feeds. Like as we as we prepare to sign off tonight, right? Like where where are we standing? Because truthfully for me, excuse me, especially not having seen tonight's episode, you know, we're recording on Wednesday at this point. I haven't seen everything play out. I haven't seen some of the conversations. I haven't watched as much of the live feeds as you all. What are we looking like as we go into eviction night and beyond right because i feel as if this eviction may be another fucking boring ass unanimous eviction hopefully you have something to rebuttal that i would love to hear that it's not going to be but what does what's the outlook for the upcoming week as we go into this
2: I mean, for starters, I think that if this is that if this week is a unanimous vote, it will be the only of the three weeks where I actually don't have an issue with it. Like if Hysom gets sent home with a unanimous vote, he is going to be so insanely humbled when he sits down next to Julie. I'm going to love it. Um, it is but the will only... he be
0: humbled or will he no, touch well, Julie's well, shoulder well. and say, Julie, I love your dress? And you are talking to me like this is so great and you are going to be the best host of Big Brother because I called it.
2: I I just think like this is of all times the one week where I will actually like not be as mad at a unanimous vote in comparison to other weeks where you could have thrown a rogue vote and actually would have meant something this week. I think this week, if you throw a rogue vote, people will actually think, "Oh wow, you're just think, a dick." Mm-hmm.
1: People will be able to clock it.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. good point,
2: Sarah. If any, and I think, regardless of who it is, I think hands will point to red.
0: So Why are you calling my boy red out.
2: Oh, uh, just because I think red has clearly been the closest to Heism, and I think if if there's a rogue vote, people will guess that it's red just based off of their like probably of uh, red probably being Heisam's closest ally um just saying it you know usually you expect like you would have like if somebody threw out a rogue vote last week you would have expected it to be matt or jack in that same respect you would expect it to be red this week um but yeah
0: Sarah, what do you think
1: yeah, I think after this week, um, we're probably going to see some target shifts around the house. I know America's name is being thrown around a lot. So is Jag's. What? Jag's name is being Jags thrown and... out a lot. And Red's name is also being thrown out around some. You just um, listed
0: two people on my team.
1: I know. So I really think that this pressure cooker, I think whoever wins this HOH is, it, I think, it's going to really make people choose a side finally i don't think everyone's going to be able to be playing the whole house this whole time i think whoever wins this hoh people are really going to have to pick a side at this point and what alliance they actually want to be a part of because we have so many alliances flailing around the house right now that there's you can't cannot even keep up with them there are so many so Wow, I'm hoping sick. for a Heissam leave. I'm hoping for a Matt Hoh, and uh, those those are those are my final thoughts.
0: But 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 wait, Sarah, you just sounded sounded like Heissam. You made the oh, this is a time for us to reset our alliances. And people are finally going to make a decision on where we go.
1: Where United is a front.
0: Yeah, like, what the fuck? Anyway, Richard's no.
1: Gone. <laughs> R-
0: Richard has left the building. Um, I'm just glad that he's not crazy Mickey Minnie Mouse, though, with his fucking Thanks. Right now. Um, yeah. But no, you both make... Such good points. And again, bourbon removed. Like, this is a good week. And moving into next week is just going to be a defining moment in a show, right? Like, it could either be a complete shit show where people are throwing other alliances out and oh, we're going to try to do this and we're going to try to do that because I've been a part of this and now this isn't a thing anymore and we're going to make this decision or people are going to draw that line in the sand and just say, you know what? I've been with these people since day one and this is what I'm going to stick with and we're going to do that, you know? And with Hysom having been there and making most of those decisions of, This is what we're going to be, and I'm now going to be the one to make the decision of who's going to be on this alliance, and we're going to reconnect, and we're going to start over, and blah, 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 blah. Like, from a perspective of a viewer who loves the drama and loves the craziness and loves the bullshit, I feel like we're here, and I hope I'm not let down as we go into this week, but I feel as if we have gotten to that point where we are crossing a line to the point where people are truly starting to play the game, the game that I like. I want the manipulation. I want the lies. I want the craziness. I want, okay, cool. Tyson's gone. In my eyes, as a non-feeder, right? Like, there's now not a true target. And we're to the point where everybody's going to start the, oh, well, I should put him up and I should put her up and we should do this and we should do that. Like, fucking play the game. Let's get over this unanimous bullshit. Let's have some fucking eight to five votes or whatever. I forget how many people are in the house at this point. Um, But, like, let's fucking go. And I feel like if we are able to establish a Big Brother, like, podcast game... That obviously I would be the winner because I'm the best manipulator here. But
2: now you sounded like Hysom.
0: I did that Heisum. on purpose. I did that, I did that on purpose. I, I wanted to be called out. But no, like we're at that point for me. And you know, looking even as we kind of close tonight, like what do you two look at as the upcoming week? Like, where are we as far as truly starting the game and getting to the point where shit is about to get real.
2: What you said was exactly what I was going to say, what I was getting ready to say. This is where we start to play freaking big brother, where you have no target, which is why I want Heism to go is because now, because if Heism stays next week, he is still public enemy number one and he's still target number one. And there's still going to be a goddamn unanimous vote to get his butt out to, uh, next week. So now we're finally playing the game, and we're also at a point where people's paranoia has settled down, where people's frantic brain has settled down. I remember explicitly week one, Izzy was being so frantic brain that Suri almost targeted her because it just wasn't stable. Like, Izzy was just, like, thinking about 20 million different things, which is super paranoid, and that's just not a stable thing to be around. She's finally out of that and I genuinely yeah. think that her and Sari are running this house. More specifically Sari with with her right with her right-hand woman Izzy. Um I just think Sari is proving why she's a master at these games. Like she's just played everything to the best of her ability. She's taken care of the people that she needs to take care of. She's done what she needs to do without making enemies. People are still coming to her from both sides of the house wanting to work with her. That takes skill. And I think she's running it. I think that's what you're looking at. I think you're looking at whoever wins next week. Um, Their noms will be at least partially influenced by Sari Fields. And Sari, if, if this keeps going, Sari's going to get to a point where she's going to be able to sit at the final two and say, I had a hand in every single week's big move. Yeah stop yeah. her now or stop her never yeah this is this is their chance there's no more big target unless yeah. jared or izzy wins because unfortunately foolish is not the pressure cooker i'm still mad about that um unless you know unless it's jared or izzy all of them have a chance to shoot at sari mhm yeah
0: sarah what do you think do you, do you agree with richard or
1: yeah, I do. do I, I, yeah. I, I I agree with you both. I think that the game's going to start getting played this week because there's no big target. I think that everyone's going to start to turn their eyes to other people. And that's really when you get the fun stuff. It's when everyone starts disagreeing. There's split votes. No one agrees. It's the best.
0: So, like, truthfully, I have no other comments because, one, my drink is empty. As you all saw, I started pretty dang full, but I've managed to have somewhat coherent um, conversation with Richard and Sarah tonight. But this is, again, this is why we're here, right? Like we are going on random tangents, and we have been able to have so much conversation with you about the stupid bullshit and we can't even keep up with what we're talking about half the time but mm-hmm. we love being here i know as a big brother fan i have a couple of other friends who just like like to text me about the crazy bullshit and so this is our outlet and we hope that other people ultimately will kind of latch on and engage with us on social media and listen to us and I um, agree that Richard covering his face, um, you know, when he hears something crazy and coming off camera is just pure comedy. But as as we sign out, though, what, what do you all have to say as we look forward? I know you all kind of touched on it, but give us some outgoing comments on what we look forward to on the upcoming week.
2: Thank you, Westoff, for editing this because Lord knows he <laughs> has to listen to our stupid voices for the for however I I, I fear that we're now over an hour and a half so I'm gonna pull it. Okay. and remember to say you know our our gracious thanks to the man who isn't like usually usually it's not that bad because at least he's here and he you know is also dealing he with knows where to
1: cut yeah
2: but this but this week we've just tangented um. But I think the fact that we've had this. Exactly. The fact that we've had this much to say in an episode speaks volumes to where this game is heading. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. That's all I have to say, too.
2: I love it. But we're signing
0: out. We love it. Tune in. Bitter Jerry Podcast. Cheers. My drink is empty. We love you all. Signing out. Until next time.